The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Post Game with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. I just like hearing people say your name correctly. That's all. As we welcome you in, uh, we're like going to see Madonna as I'm, I'm back with a little normalcy. And Jacob Padilla, it gets kind of heated between shows. And we, our coworker is a, is a big personality and, we both traveled with him, and so yeah. we gotta we gotta decompress after spending an inordinate amount of time with Mike Sauter. Yeah, the, the thirty minutes between uh, shows uh, would have made for some interesting airtime. If uh, I don't Mike even think we on. can say half no, of that stuff, I don't right? Think so. But I, I just listen, man. So it's 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 good to get some uh, kind of how I typically like to operate in neutral. <laughs> did did you feel like he was pushing my buttons? You came in <laughs> I, laughing, yeah. which. I'm like, wait, we're supposed to be on the same team, yeah, but you, yeah, but yeah. you're objective. You guys push each other's buttons. Like it's you push <laughs> back and then you game. fire him up and then that gets you even more fired up. And it just kind of happens. Like it's, I, I get it, man. He's in love with Bellevue West. It's fine. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. You know, nine of 11 returning offensive linemen. So he, you know, look out America. It was what he was telling me. I understand. Yeah. Hey. Sounds we we got to find somebody that's going to push West Side. Like we got we got to make how this about, season interesting. How about Burton Company at Prep? No, Grand Island Carney. We got to go out to Carney. So I have I'm in a bind because I have a I have a broadcast for oh. the radio network Illinois because somehow they thought it was a great idea to move that game to Friday night and we're in Carney and they're going to be good. No, nope. fire up the private jet. Yeah, do you have one of those? <laughs> Hey, if you had one of those, that would be great, right? Because, hey, I'll take care of you, man. You look out for me. As we welcome you into an, another fantastic week of NEB preps, one of the cool things, and I know you guys think I'm joking, I enjoy uh, being with him every week, Jacob, just because uh, levity is good, <laughs> right? Mr. Even Killed. Sometimes it's it's about the data, but a lot of times it's data with an opinion. So I know it's like it's coming from a good place. And you like kids, so you don't lack objectivity. I like that. Yeah. Try, try my best. Uh, just kind of do it the only way I know uh, know how. So How are you winding down the huge project of the yearbook? <laughs> I mean, we, I've talked to you. Yeah. We're, we're going to have Eric Francis on next week yeah. because it's coming out. We talked to Brandon Vogel like. Is that a monster? 
It, it is. Uh, feel good to have my feature off uh, off my plate, and it uh, features prominently uh, one of our own Nebraska Preps kids that we talked about on the show before, in AJ Rollins. Um, oh, nice. We're uh, kind of exploring the uh, uh, rules philosophy about kind of just letting kids change positions and experimenting, maybe suggesting the kids coming to him and like, go ahead, like just kind of how that works out, how it's worked out for him in the past, how some of the biggest winners from spring, based on what the coaches said, are guys that have played that cha- uh, changed to new positions. So just kind of explored all that throughout everything we've heard throughout this spring and from the players themselves and the coaches and everything. So that's, yeah, what that, my that's weird about. because with Tagovailoa, yep, Rollins, Bullock, Bonner, yep. All guys that have changed positions. I wonder how much of that is kind of like why people listen to you, right? Mm-hmm. Trust. Because yeah. they, they they appreciate the information that you're putting out. They they know that you've been there. Like Coach Rule, is, he's transformed guys, and he's been in the NFL. So I yeah. think they trust his judgment. I think uh, either Tony White or um, – was, was it Tony White? Or uh, – I, I can't remember now. One of the assistant coaches, um, it was either – uh, wider Knighton that uh, use that word trust when AJ willing like having fun like was all about it. Um, and AJ himself said he he believes that Rule knows what he's talking about. So he attacked the the position position change and uh, performed well in it. So um, excited to have that off my plate. That's off to the editors, uh, off to the designers uh, for Quentin to start getting that on the page. I got one last uh, little push here in terms of writing. And then from there on, it's all editing, copying, reading it over, seeing what everybody else has done. So excited. We're kind of in that final push here. Uh, and um, I think uh, fans are really going to enjoy this once we uh, get it out to mailboxes. Yeah, speaking of final push, it's the last weekend of competitive AAU yeah. basketball before we get into the what the high schools will do uh, in the summer. Nice little break or yeah. – it's like we just talked about the yearbook. It's been a perfect, uh, perfect timing for a break for me personally, coaching wise. Uh, so I could focus on this on the weekends versus uh, having practices and being, spending all weekends out uh, in gyms. Um, although this weekend, uh, the first uh, kind of event of, I mean, it's not really June, but the first high school event that kind of starts everything, the MBDA uh, freshman tournament, eighth and ninth grade tournament. Uh, I'll be down there Saturday and Sunday, um, so that'll be fun. We can talk about that next week. But um, yeah, it's, and you it, like kind of getting a head start. You have a good balance, right? You're not not quite some of the guys that dive all in the yeah. seventh, eighth, and ninth yeah. grade, but you're not solder either, where you can only you need to do it for a year first yeah. before it's like. So you're kind of somewhere in the middle because I think you trust your talent I too. Yeah. And so since like moving up to coach in high school, I don't see the youth as much as I used to like guys coming up seventh, eighth grade, like Josiah Dotsler in his class. Like I saw those guys play from like Caleb, like fourth, fifth grade all the way up. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't see that. So that this NBDA freshman tournament um, in a lot of ways, is kind of an introduction to the guys that are going to um, eventually, because that's, a, that's a fun thing about this is like, there are a lot of schools that have freshman play reserve JV varsity, um, so it's not just straight like freshman teams around the state. Like these are the best freshmen that, um, that, that are all available to come play. They put them all together and go, just, just let them go. So it's kind of fun to watch and see, um, especially some of the smaller school, like guys that, are, teams that I know, like ha- this is a kid that we're going to be talking about down the road. Good to see him in person, um, in this, uh, in this setting. So, and, and the D fun. stands for developmental, right? So like 
with the NBA. Like, yeah. that's a big part of it. And that's the cool – like, the first half of all these games, it's equal playing time. Like, you you, you set up teams, um, and one, one group plays the whole first quarter, another group plays the whole second quarter, and then second half you can mix and match and coach to win. But so it gives you that that mix of great opportunity for everybody, but also the competition as well, and going all out to to, to go win that championship. Uh, you, um, do you kind of like you like that model? Because I think sometimes these developmental programs and summer basketball mm-hmm. programs, it's a lot like Nebraska football. Sometimes they're afraid to say out loud that they're a developmental program because you don't think that you can attract high end talent. Others kind of play in both worlds. Say hey, we have some high end stuff that we do, but there's also some skill development here. Like, how important do you think the developmental piece is for a program for retention? It's huge. And again, especially the younger you are, the more important development is. Like, each year, I think, of high school, that equation shifts a little bit where early on, development is the most important thing. And part of that is competition level. So, like, that's where the, the, the playing at the higher level comes in to play because that, that helps you get better. But it's also everything that goes uh, goes into work between the, the games and the, the way you play and all that type of stuff. Uh, and then the older you get at that, like by the time you're 17, uh, 17 years old, there's only so much development that you're going to be able to do in a summer. It's more about um, kind of refining your skills like you, you've put in the work at this point. You got to go show who you are as a player and who you can become. So it, it's all uh, it's relative to kind of where you are in your track as a, as a player. Um, but that development is always important. And, um, that's something you should always be looking for. Now, where do you want to start? Uh, well, like you said, we're kind of in that, uh, transition period. The, the ETG teams are heading out to the 16th and 17th heading out to California. Yeah. For just, just the two guys. Yeah. And, and I think it's two separate tournaments. They'll, oh. they'll play a two day and then they start another one on, oh, wow. on Sunday. So they don't come back until Tuesday. Wow. Um, They've got to be at the airport in the morning at 4.30. So I'm not excited, um, but it is. I, I mean, we're obviously sending them. Maya has graduation on Saturday, which May is – I would love a little adjustment in the May calendar because <laughs> between graduation and tournaments, like, it, it's kind of a tough month. It, it's worked out well for me because, uh, like, the last – uh, I've hit up like three grad parties for my OSA kids that are graduating now. And I got uh, one down in Lincoln. So I'll be able to skip over from the NBA tournament to check yeah. out that one. And then got one on Sunday, then one next week. So I like how the setup for me, I was able to get through uh, my spring coaching wise. And now I've got the weekends and some time to, to go stop by those and uh, say hi to families and kids. Yeah. So the event, it's, it's two and one. It's uh they're going to play the initial tournament on Friday and Saturday, then play another tournament starting on Sunday. Uh, they don't have the second schedule out yet, but it is the magic memorial. So it will be very, very high quality basketball just outside Los Angeles area, close to, uh, to, to Venice beach. Should be fun. And we'll uh, hit on how that goes for them next week. Kind of our final, uh aau recap uh till we get to july uh, and then we're diving into uh all the june stuff so be, yeah i'll be he- seeing you basketball. a lot in gyms yeah. watching high school games yeah. which i actually kind of like yeah it, it's, it's yeah it's fun kind of and you got some some football stuff mixed in as well you'll be busy uh with that um so gonna be gonna be a busy month for, for kids kind of balancing the two that's that's a nice thing about like the way we structured here is like kids have a couple weeks off for the most part like 
uh, ETG, they got a couple weeks off in between yep. um, before this tournament. Um, so you get a little bit of time to, to rest and recuperate before you dive into your high school teams as opposed to playing straight through. I see there's still tournaments going on like the last couple of weeks, like nationwide. I'm like, I, I, I uh, it feels weird to be sitting at home when you've got a chance like you could go play, but it's it's smart to be uh, to give them that time because you don't want to burn out and anything like that. And if you've got a minor injury, it's good to be able to rest up for that because this June stuff is important for your future. Does your business need an easy competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. Just fill out an application and the currency finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and best of all, it's free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. I know, you know, a lot of times we, we always go back and forth, you and I, the last couple of years we've been doing this, what to take away from the, the high school session in June. Last year it was we wanted to see a couple of guys, right? There were new faces in new places. This summer, the high school basketball, that league, may be pretty important for us to pay attention to because there are several, not just new faces, but key faces yeah. in new places. It's interesting, like uh, talking on transfers here, people that we know are moving on. Um, Lincoln has was wild yeah. this offseason, <laughs> kind of the shuffling. It's uh, the Metro hasn't seen as much like high level varsity starter, like impact players transfer, but there have been a few. Um, I mean, right off top, Bellevue West, uh, Jane Cassio Jensen going back there for a yeah, second. Yeah, so stint. started Fremont, left. Bell West, Fremont, Bell West. Bell West. Yeah. Um, so, and that's the team, obviously, they, uh, a lot of their depth graduated. They, they're still going to be tough there with Jane Jackson, Elvin Turner. Um, Jacob Rope, Robbie Garcia, Stephen Polachek's having a good spring. We'll play a, good five, a big right? role for them. Um, so, like that's like he'll he'll help there. They, they they don't beyond that. I don't think they have as much depth as he did last year. So him coming in there gives you another guy that I mean he averaged uh, eleven points a game, shot thirty seven percent from three last year. F familiar for, for with Fremont. Coach Woodard can yeah. play a couple of different ways. Uh, Even though Coach Klein has taken yeah. over, that's the other thing. Like now we're. <laughs> Uh, Klein always coached June. Yeah. Uh, now it's just uh, it's uh, his show. Yeah, now it's it's going to coach June and uh, in, in the winter. So um, that's probably in terms of like contenders, um, like ones you expect to be right near the top. Um, that's probably the most significant one. Uh, Although there's one that I think kind of flies under the radar when you talk Westview to West Side. <laughs> Uh, which was a little bit of a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Uh, Carson Healy uh, heading back to, to Omaha West side uh, about 12 points a game last year for Westview. Um, again, like you said, or like we were talking about, you got to replace some depth there. You've got a strong core coming back with Caleb Benning, CJ Mitchell, um, Kevin Stubblefield. Um, you, you've got uh, Ricky Lofton who finished really strong, be part of that core. And now will be fully healthy. Yeah. And yeah, a year removed from the, the ACL um, um, or a, a year of recovery under his belt now and uh, more than a year removed. But um, 
so yeah, you guys, you're going to be looking for some depth with, with, uh, Charles Snotty, Tyson Oddbody, um, Carson's sliding right in there. Danny um, Barfield. And, um, yeah, Max Anderson, like group coming back that was kind of on your bench last year. Not a ton of them played much. You're going to have to you need at least one of those guys to emerge as a starter and six yeah. man and provide some depth there. So, um, Carson will fit right in there. Um, Central benefited, uh, well, tremendously. Um, uh, they the last two years, that roster has all but flipped. Right, you you take a good portion of South, it goes to Central. Yeah. You get a a real key addition this year. Yeah, and actually a couple of them I found out. So Dalaron Thomas uh, heading from yeah. Omaha North to Omaha Central. Um, That's a shocker. That was one of, one of Coach Lichty's. I mean, that was his guy early on, a, a guy that you could build a program around. The older brother went to North and. Uh, I think that one surprised some people when they first heard, but then kind of understood maybe the backstory, but that, that had to be, that's a, that's a blow to Omaha North. Yeah. About 14 points, four boards, three assists a game heading to central there. And then Kevon Newsom from, from Omaha Benson, um, tackling a machine on the heck the of a field. linebacker. Yeah. Uh, 13 points, eight boards, two and a half assists, three and a half steals, 51% from the field last year. Quietly had a really good year for the Bunnies, who didn't have a ton of success. He should be getting a lot more looks in football yeah. as well. He's a very good football player. I've had a couple of schools ask about him as of late. So you've got those two playing together with uh, Devin Holman for Omaha, Omaha Elite uh, in the spring. Those guys are going to play with with him. Uh, and Elijah Martin going back there, played as started as a sophomore last year. So Central uh, lost their Plus, they're kind of uh, a Whit Mammer and a few other guys that were kind of the the their, their leaders there, but um, they're reloading. They're going to be um, tough again. Um, looking um, so, so that's the team that you probably be, keep an eye out for. Uh, we're, we're still trying to get this situation 100% sorted out, but Gretna might be getting a front court transfer um, that, that would help them. Um, we won't, we won't mention name until we know for sure, but, um, and I know he's looked around quite yeah. a bit if it's the same person yeah. we're talking about. So, and they already had Cade cook transferring mid-year last year and he's had a really good spring. So you add he's, him to, he's going to help them quite yeah. a bit. And he, he I think he's going to, he settled into the system. Now it wasn't as quick a transition. He's handling the ball. They coach Feek and coach, they'll, they'll figure out how to utilize Cade cook. Yeah. So to go with Wilcoxon and Pekorski, that's, and it's Wilkins formidable. and uh, Trevin Wilkins play. You'll a get a younger. I was then, just yeah. getting ready to say you'll get a younger Wilkins yeah. as well. Um, so and Joey Veith, hopefully getting healthy. Hopefully his back stays healthy. Yeah. Um, uh, so you got uh, 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 Ty Smolinski coming back last year. Obviously, multi-sport big, kid, kind big, of big fan. Yeah, uh, glue guy there for them. So they're they're going to be right up near the top again. Uh, especially you get a little bit uh, front court help to replace what they lost with Jeff Roselle to balance that I, I out. I actually think the top three from last year will be the top three this year in the preseason. You can flip flop Westside or Gretna however you want. Yeah. I'd probably make Gretna two, Westside three, but I do think uh, you start with Bellevue West at number one. Yeah, that's certainly fair. Um, then and then the uh, usual suspect Miller North will be right yeah, there. Yeah, they'll be right there, and they. <laughs> Don't have a tr- that transfer out. Uh, Caleb Steele went to join his brother at Platteview, but um, they're kind of running back with their guys this year. Yep, running and, back. Um, got got a chance for some guys that have put in time in the uh, JV level. Um, Sued Varsity last year to kind of fill out that bench. Um, so beyond that, uh, I think there's a. I guess 
Brandon Jarman from Omaha Benson also went to Omaha Bryant, giving them a point guard, uh, kind of backcourt player, uh, 14 points. Galen, Gull, Coach Gully is a guy I would, I would enjoy playing for, I think. Yeah. So that, that'll give them some, some guard play to go with. Amir Martin with uh, Amari Bynum coming back. Ryland Rodriguez, who's improved greatly, will help them as well. He's coming so. off a good spring, isn't he? So Benson's or Brian's got a chance to keep I, progressing. I, I think they should be in every – I don't know about their depth, yeah. right? But I think their, their top four or five may be as good as anybody else's if you, if you, if you kind of put them in the – Put them in a blender and shake it up. Yeah. Maybe top two or three. Yeah. Uh, four or five, maybe stretch. Yeah. They're top two or three for sure. But yeah, they've got a chance to, to progress this year. And then we move down to Lincoln. And <laughs> all right, uh, lock in here because it might be tough to uh, keep track of. But so first, BJ Bradford and Mari Shoemaker, the two guards from Lincoln Southeast, uh, they both transferred to Lincoln Southwest. Uh, Bradford averaged eight points, three assists. Good player. Um, Shoemaker averaged four and a half points. Uh, shot 43% from three. By the end of the year, he had stepped into a starting role uh, in the postseason for them. Um, so th- those are two guys that are heading to southeast um, or heading from southeast to southwest. Um, uh, bon Bon, uh, bon, 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 bon. Uh, transferred from southwest to southeast. Uh, so kind of went the other way. Um, average uh, nine half points last year. Um, and You've got Jackson Cruz uh, going from Lincoln Northeast to Lincoln Southwest. Uh, the freshman playing ETG this year. If you, if you and if you're keeping track at home, Southwest roster has almost flipped. Yeah, because I, they're they're losing another good one too. Chuck Love going from Lincoln Southwest to Lincoln Northeast. Uh, they're, they're leading scorer, uh, 17 points, four boards, uh, shot 38 percent from three last year. Um, so that's uh, certainly interesting. A lot, a lot of shuffling there. Uh, quick. S- stay right there just for a second, right? Do you remember? <clears throat> so maybe south to central, because we just saw that last year and, and two years ago. And obviously ago. the coaching change played a, the yeah, most was, significant role there. Chevik Jr. goes mm-hmm. from south to central. You could see that. But do you remember kind of some ri- rivals without real coaching changes just – basically trading places <laughs> not like not to this degree with so many good shuffling. players yeah you, you've got kind of players moving all over the place uh quinn weatherall from lincoln northeast or going to lincoln east uh really good player nine points uh efficient last year uh chewy thought um off the southeast bench transferred to lincoln north star give them a little kind of front court size it's, and skill it's it seems kind of flying under the radar do you remember the stretch that he had against west side early in the opener yeah Hit a couple nights, and that's his third quarter going into the fourth. I felt like he was the difference. Yeah. You know, now, now West Side was a little shorthanded, but for a guy that didn't really play until the second half, yeah, I, I felt like he changed the game. And that's like Southeast had probably more body and more playable players than he had room for in rotation. So it's not shocking to see some of these guys move, but um, the degree that it happened is certainly interesting. Uh, Drew Drake from Lincoln Pies played off the bench, five points, one and a half assists. Um, Shot 36% from three. He's also going to Lincoln Southwest. So their backcourt completely flipped around. Uh, their they, roster, that's four new additions just like that for Coach Ba. And they've still got uh, Frager. Got, uh, yeah, Frager, obviously, building around the middle. Um, K- Kavion Reynolds. Yep. Um, uh, Carter Chamberlain, uh, the turning player for them, will be a senior. 
uh, Jackson Carpenter. So they, they got a lot of guards over there now. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm curious to see, and maybe it's as much football as it is basketball, but I'm a, I'm a big Jackson Carpenter guy. Yeah. I, I think he's kind of flying under the radar, especially with his athleticism. Yeah, tough and a good athlete. Just got to kind of now moving into junior year, figure out a way to, to use it better on the basketball court to be more productive. But, yeah, certainly he's, he's one of those guys in this NBDA tournament that was like, oh, he's getting up there and punching it uh, yeah. as, as an Strong, eighth grader. fast, yeah. long, uh, big, big, big Carpenter so, guy. Yeah, Southwest won the tournament two years ago with Carpenter and Chuck Love and Frager, all those guys playing as eighth graders, uh, playing up the beat Southeast, I believe. So, um, yeah, that, that was, it was fun seeing those guys come up. So, it's, yeah, a lot, a lot of people in new, uh, new places. You got uh, – Shook John going from Omaha Benson Northwest averaged 11 and a half points last year, nine boards. So um, that'll help them. But um, I actually like the job coach Perry's doing at Northwest. I, I do, and you know what I like the most, it doesn't always yield results, but his camps and clinics putting in the effort yeah. and putting in the time to, to, to help kids out. I I'm a big fan. And of. that's something I always appreciate about the way Chad mustard attacked that bell East program uh, similar where you have to, like you got to put in the legwork to because you're playing from behind, so you've got to find a way from lowest levels to develop to get kids in there um, to get them extra work, and that's stuff that I saw him firsthand doing. Um, congrats to him moving on to Ron Colley now, yeah. and congrats to Trevor Lanier uh, yeah. alum there taking over, um, kind of keep that continuity going. So, 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 so quietly, right? And because they've had to move on from or you lose <clears throat> your basketball coach assumes administrative duties. That was kind of a transition at Ron Colley. You had a good football hire a couple years ago. You had a good baseball hire. The way that they built their sports staff has been, I, I like what Ron Colley's doing because they've kind of kept it in the family, even though that they've, they've changed, they've changed faces. Yep. So it's, it's been pretty good. Indeed. Um, so we got bu busy month ahead. Like I said, we'll, we've got some, Got stuff out in California to talk about next week at the NBA tournament, and we'll be diving into uh, June after that. All the summer leagues, all the, the weekend tournaments. Um, be fun. We just brought in her horizons. We're trying to keep you covered. It's a lot to keep up with. You may have to go back and play that on slow down the audio to catch <laughs> Take, it all. Get, get a notebook out with yeah. you and mark, make it, mark it down. A lot of moving parts. He's one of the best in the business. That's Jacob Padilla. I'm Old DB. It's another episode of Nebraska Preps postgame. We'll be back next week. Don't you dare miss us. A Heard at Sports Network production.